0: moon
1: hello there and welcome to Star Wars well Star Wars Legion podcast that's no moon did it the other way around today uh, I am cockles I'm joined by back to our little trio of delight that is me mr. Terrell and mr. Dyer and um, First off, Mr. Terrell, how are you doing?
2: Yeah, really good now. How about yourself?
1: I'm I'm good, thank you, mate. I'm good. Are you looking forward to the UKGE this weekend for you?
2: Yeah, uh, definitely. It's really exciting.
1: Excellent. The amount of people we've
2: got coming.
1: Yeah, this is true. And uh, you'll you'll be joined by our other man of the trio, uh, a man who is from the same place that Robert Llewellyn, who plays Crichton, is from. Uh, Also, did you know Benjamin Franklin, the American... Signer of Declaration of I Don't Like Britain, um, he his family are from Northampton as well. Ollie Dyer, uh,
0: you know what, mate? You can uh, you can crawl back into whatever hole you came out of.
1: <laughs> what is wrong with that? You 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 live in the same. You live in the place where some actually pretty interesting people are from. Benjamin Franklin's family. My my
0: my, my, my dad listened to this podcast, having also been from Preston, and he was there like, I didn't realise Preston was teetotal.
1: Well, to be fair, I was actually I'm talking not, I, about... You've just misconstrued me here, right? See, I was talking about you live in the place where these people are from. I haven't even mentioned Preston. Oh, I
0: know. I know. What?
1: There's a reason why we don't mention Preston, though. Yeah, Preston... Yeah.
0: I mean, there's also, there's also, there's, also, there's also, like, no famous people from there, but they're just like, oh, you're from here. And they're like, I'm not.
1: Oh, hold your horses, sunshine. <laughs>
0: Let's just look at...
1: Let me just whack up the old Google. Famous?
0: I've looked at famous people from Preston, and I'm unimpressed. <laughs>
2: I'm surprised there's a list. Right? No, yeah, no. Yeah,
0: there's a list, but most of them are from the uh, like the 1800s. No, no, this one's
1: <laughs> not from the 1800s. If you know your cricket, Andrew Flintoff, Freddie Flintoff is from Preston.
0: Ah, yeah. yes, but that, that would involve me enjoying a game that is horrendously boring. Add uh, different things,
1: <laughs> but then, but no, you'll quite like his drinking habits because he, he once he was like caught. He was he what? was cricket. He's the guy who got hammered. He was hammered and got caught. I wouldn't say stealing, but also he got caught taking a pedalo out with a teammate and while while severely under the influence of some alcohol.
0: I don't, I don't know what you're referencing to, mate, because Andy and I, both of us, we have never touched a drop. We are as goody two-shoes as you can possibly be. When it and
2: you know why? Time. It's because yeah. you're teetotal total and you're from Preston. Exactly, mate.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will not touch the stuff. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, alright. I'm going to give you a clue as to someone else who's pretty famous. Yeah, actually, I don't know if you know the name, but okay, the creator... Of the of probably the most famous man and dog uh pairing that are made by animation, uh, Nick Park,
0: like the creator, beat, yeah. no, no, Nick no, Park, the creator,
1: the creator of Wallace and Gromit, is yeah, um, uh, I,
0: I, I, I had Dennis the Manus. Did Dennis the have a dog?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah Nasha, yeah. but Nasha, and then there was Nipper as well, wasn't there?
2: But that's American. So he wasn't going to be from Preston, was he? No, no, he's not. Dubino, the the Dandy's American, you scumbag. The,
1: the Dandy, yeah, the Dandy, not the beano He's definitely uh, yeah, the uh,
0: r- off. um To the people like Evan Paul out there, if you really want to know how to uh, speak like us,
2: read the beano. <laughs> well, it's a bit hard to understand how we speak when you read the. <laughs> I yeah, mean... well, no,
0: no, 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 it's, it's like the. Um, what... It's, it's the same language, whatever language they speak over there. It's not no, no,
2: no, no, it's, it's not the same language because they're going to read colour and they're like, well, or colour as... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my God, is this colour?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and as uh, my current boss, who edits my articles, has already stated that he's going to re- uh, ch- change all of the words of colour and I'm going to try and fill it in as many times now to see if I can catch him out and sneak one through.
0: Well, so yeah, when you're no, talking no, no, about... So Literally everything, and Ollie was the colour blue, and Cockles was the colour red.
2: Yeah, and-
0: <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Uh, and,
1: then, and then Cockles moved his, uh, Cockles moved his uh, clones, which were coloured red on their pauldrons, so he knew where they were. Meanwhile, they moved tucked in nicely in his clone ball next to the orange colour uh, clones. Who
0: were- <laughs> yeah, well that jazz. And, and, the, and the rebels, whilst, whilst they've got that lovely aluminium-looking weaponry paint job. Uh, aluminium, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lovely colour of aluminium. Mm. I'm also
1: just, I'm also going to chuck one out here. If you if you don't drink tea and you drink a hot drink that is that has caffeine, what is the drink? Coffee. Not coffee. Coffee. Not coffee. coffee. It's coffee. coffee. <laughs> is, it, is that is that spelled C W A R F F E E?
0: Uh, it's K. It's K W A. Uh, that's good. Do you know what's going to? You're not looking forward to that gives it the real
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> But I think it probably. This, is, this is, uh, I, I, I look forward to the responses on various different podcasts and this to read this discussion because this is a entertaining intro but i look forward to i think it depends on your the region you're in in the states if you're in your new york's boston so yeah I'm, I'm walking over here as you were saying about and new york is, is that, an is attitude
0: it's that new york boston cross with arnold
2: schwarzenegger <laughs> i'm walking over here,
0: I'm walking, like, over
1: here. <laughs> I'm walking over here that like so like new york is an as i think someone said i think new york is an attitude not uh not an accent it's like that sort of thing but oh. like and but when if you listen to someone who says, like, coffee over in, like, Los Angeles, it'll be different compared to someone who say something massively different in New Orleans because down there when it's all Cajun, it's massively different. But there we go.
0: Well, come on now. Bring me my nice cup of brown.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Exactly I like that. That's good. <laughs> right. I'm a deep, deep South American. is a state of mind. <laughs> right. Well, so like, look
1: here. I want you to – when you're t I want you to be like, right, round one is paired up, and it's round <laughs> – <a couple, laughs> Coppers, you there playing that man over yonder. That sort of thing.
0: I mean, after, after, after coming back from America, uh, I was saying to Karis that I measure things. When, when I'm in the UK, I measure things by how money supermarket they are. Um, whereas whilst I was over in America, I was measuring things at how yeehaw they felt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's, no, that's, that's, that's about a one out of five yeehaws for me. <laughs> I, gave,
1: I gave this McDonald's a three three yeehaw out of five.
0: Well, no, we we pulled up at the McDonald's window, and an Eastern European girl poked her head out the window and just went, yes. And said nothing else. i mean Ah, you meant to? Um, are you meant to be giving us our food? I don't, I don't know. We be like,
1: "Da, I am here for McDonald's."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll take McDonald's now. Yes,
1: and as all the Polish and Eastern Europeans listeners just switch off there. That's uh, <laughs>
0: well, you know what? Around the world in in, in eight lights. <laughs>
1: so we're just at some point we'll crack in the australians in there at some point because they they'll they'll it's all part of the fun um so yeah we're that's no moon a star Wars Legion podcast uh, we do talk about legion um more often than we talk about other people's accents and culture and stuff like that and it's all for fun um this week's show is going to talk about uh op- upcoming tournaments and how to deal with maybe list anxiety because we've had a few letters in from from various listeners uh, like dear tom dear mr people can you help us with this, this, and this? Uh, because I don't know what to do. So um, in, uh,
0: in... Is everybody that's messaging in, wartime British children?
1: Yes, they are. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Please can I have some more points? That sort of thing. We will <laughs> We will talk about the fact that there hasn't been a points change um, in because we were, we were expecting it. Uh, Ollie is celebrating because he's now going, yep, that's my Blizzard Force sorted. Um, but what we'll do is we'll just have a... We'll each pick like two or three things, uh, what we'd like to see, uh, what we'd like to see, and what we actually think will happen. So, for, for example, I'd like to see Obi Wan Kenobi's points come down. That's my that's a personal preference, but that's no, no, he, he,
0: he needs to go up by ten points. He's too OP. <laughs> he's
1: only he's only OP if you allow the token sharing from the um from the previous the on, previous, previous cards.
0: Everybody knows he's OP, one
1: Kenobi. Get out, get out,
0: <laughs> get out now.
1: No, no never mind uh so anyway so that we'll talk uh, so we'll talk about some list links list anxieties from some people heading towards majors this weekend we'll uh just have a little chat about ahsoka and what we've seen recently that's happened with her life. i said what happened she's she's seen action on the table we'll see how she's been you two went to some events this weekend brief it the uh, just been uh so we'll just quick give them a quick once over and review um but first as is always the way Dear Patreon supporters, we love you lots. And now there are too many of you for me to tell you to say thank you to each and every single one of you now, because I'll just be here for a long time. So I'm going to pick the people uh, who most recently joined, because otherwise I'll be here for a long time. Um, so I'm going to go from everyone who's sort of joined since um, the, 18th, uh, the 11th of May. So Tom O's, Johnny Lighthead, Ryan Phillips, Nick Harris, Jack Proutling, and Zara Ryder. Thank you very much for your support. Uh, we appreciate it. And to everyone, we appreciate it. Uh, and with your support, we've been able to like, like, like expand and do videos. Uh, which, by the way, if you've liked and subscribed our, our channel on YouTube, uh, that's no moonstar Star with the podcast or what such jazz. Thank you very much for your support on there um, and the positive comments and love that we've had for the videos and the work that Tom's done. So um, don't tell him, but Tom's done a good job, hasn't he? He's done a good job there.
0: Oh, he's had a corker. Although he's now played, he's now played me and Andy. So, um, Has he? Did he, lo- he, he
1: lost? He lost both games, didn't he? Oh, of course, he did. So, so, should how
2: did he meet you? He's fucking thrashed me! Oh, PG. Oh. Way. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Did he? Did he? Um, did, he um, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. did he? Did he? Beep
0: thrash you on your recording game? I thought that was just at your uh, tournament last weekend.
2: Oh, I haven't I haven't had a recorded game with him yet. Oh, oh. I thought, I, oh, I thought,
0: see, it's fine. That there, you, you could have you could have played that because there's no record of it. Not really. <laughs> 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 Only the we're... one
2: that's on Game Up Link.
0: Yeah, I know, but that would involve people looking at Game Uplink and actually caring about a game between you and somebody else. <laughs> yes, Yeah, uh, true. yeah. especially but when are so, fighting.
1: What so <laughs> I haven't played him yet, but I'm, I, I can't make GKG this weekend, so I'm going to High Wicken where his local store is, for those who can't make UKGE, so we're calling it a World 2. Um, because...
0: Why not? Yeah, because, because this is two good events with good players that you're right. incapable of making it to. No, I think you're doing a
1: disservice to the, some of the people who are going to this High wickham event there, mate. I oh, think, some, I think oh, you
0: no, are. No, no, no. They probably they, they probably just can't afford it. You're not good enough to go.
1: Alexa's starting to talk to me in the background of my, uh, of, my of the podcast. It's very strange. So it's are, watching, Amazon.
0: are you watching South Park when, it, when they go, Alexa? No, I'm not. Oh, but no, oh, no, I've just switched mine on.
1: Talk amongst yourselves while I turn her off.
2: Stupid. <laughs> well, that's why you shouldn't have such Android devices in Have you not got one? No, of course I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have it in my recording room because I'm sensible. No, you I could, put, well, I mean, well, you've, I for-
0: you've got the Weezer to keep you in check. So
1: <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. I forgot it was there. To be fair, and then she, all of a sudden she just randomly starts chatting. I'm like, what the hell is she on about? And I just, oh, yeah, never mind. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so I'm going there, and uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to play him. Uh, but knowing my luck, I'll always end up not playing people I want to end up playing. So it's just like as in, I'm like, oh, I haven't played you, and I never do. It's always the way. Um, so back to Patreon. If you uh, wish to support our, our work because you think we're wonderful and all this jazz, please feel free to go on patreon.com forward slash that's no moon uh, where you can see all sorts of stuff. Um, uh, we've got a draw to come up actually soon. We'll actually probably do that next show. Remind me that's going to happen the next show to draw for our our um, members. So do that next next show. We'll actually draw it all out in someone's name or win a prize. We haven't decided what the prize is yet, but we'll do that next show. Um, because now it's quiet and down we can actually do things
0: just, so that's just, happening it's just, fire, um, it's just a fireman's calendar with cockles for every month
1: no one needs to see that <laughs> I, I mean you'd be hard pressed even for my wife to even accept that <laughs> as an image
2: Um Should we do a That's No Moon uh, calendar for next year again
1: no one needs to see
0: that
2: <laughs> i just, just hold an ATS where it matters. <laughs>
0: I it's, Gav t- only- <laughs> it's Gav type <Tate> November.
2: <laughs> I thought you might only needed ATRT to cover it up.
0: <laughs> See, that's not so bad because you only need R two D two to cover it up. <laughs> I was literally about to say, oh, are
2: you looking to hide?
0: Are you looking to hide your little B one? <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs>
0: You know, what, I mean. you know what, mate? You know what, mate? You come at me with like a medium sized Legion model. I'm going to go right down to where it's tiniest. Uh, Let's ha- try to give you a half, half compliment. Cockles is really excited about the Ewoks release.
1: <laughs> no, sorry, you can give him RTT2. We all know that you secretly need to have Grogu hiding you.
0: Oh, I'd forgotten about Grogu. Oh. Boom! That's what Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cockles. Thanks,
1: It's only because your nether regions are webbed anyway, mate. Well, what? What? <laughs> It's from the friends,
2: isn't he? I know, but come on now. That's the cock bit... and balls aren't joined together by some webbing, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, it's his handsome feet. <laughs> you,
1: you don't know that. <laughs> you
0: that's don't know what they're like. Think. That's what you think.
1: You don't know what they're like in the fence. Hey, that's Car- where all the fence turn Car- off.
0: Karis Car- Car- may well have let you both into my hotel room at MKGT last year. <laughs> I have no way of knowing because I was asleep. <laughs> hey, that's
1: forevermore the party line you'll never know.
0: Whoa,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mkgt2 the return anyway <laughs> I, need to, I need to sell some more tickets guys let's not put people off <laughs> <laughs> anyway social's the best bit anyway
1: uh back to patreon so yes um thank you all to supporters if you are interested in becoming a supporter you can get discounts to events that we run either that's no moon events you'll also get advanced tickets for uh or well advanced some advanced tickets for the majors that andy runs as well uh, he'll let you know when, and then you basically get a little bit of first dips and that sort of stuff. So, and you get access to our private Discord server where you can pick our brains about lists and things like that. Many of people, of which some people, do you know what? Some people have been doing that this week. Uh, so, I've had a couple of people saying asking me about. Oh, tell me more about Anakin, and I'm like, oh, I only run him six times, uh, but I think I you know what I'm doing with him. So, yeah, I'll tell you what I did. Um, so, yeah, thank you to those, and uh, forevermore, will always be and help. Thank uh, grateful for your support. So, um, Ahsoka's been out. Uh, She's had some table time now. Um, I've not used it yet. I've not seen it, but I know you guys saw her at the weekend, and you know a couple of people who ran her in lists. What are your first impressions um, so far?
0: She gets one and a half yeehaws. I think that that Luke is just better for, like, 30 more points, Um, and there's no reason why you would ever want Ahsoka instead of Luke. Um, Well, like I, I get that I get that people wanting to run it with Sabine um and stuff like that but like I said the, the maybe once the meta shifts but in the current meta, I don't think ahsoka has a place um judging from games that I've either a seen her in or b played against her but well, well, welcome for some disagreements to come my way
2: so as a Yeehaw value, you don't think the um Sabine card is worth it and you should spend the points elsewhere.
0: Yeah, I don't I I think that the free move, yeah, cool. Sure. Um, but it, it, it's it's so timing dependent on when you do it. Um when a, when a, uh, when Alfie's dad was playing against me uh over the course of the weekend. Um don't mention <laughs> the name. Yeah, never mention the name. Uh when Seal Seal Gale, wow, uh, Gale Senior, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> No, I prefer Seal Gale. <laughs> uh, so he he ran he ran a in, uh into my snows, um, and then he activated with Sabine before my Vader had gone. Um, at which point, I'd kind of just been uh, aim standbying with uh, several Hru units and some snows. Um Ahsoka got popped out, and again, it's unless you know exactly when to time that card off, um, one or both of them will die. Um, And you have to really, really back them up. So if they're linebackers, great. If you're maybe on like recover the supplies, missions like that, they probably work quite okay. Um, Same as like diving in on a final turn for key positions, but stuff like hostage exchange, only having access to the one force push, not very good. Bombing run, sure, they've got, sure, maybe Sabine is okay um, at running stuff forward. But again, you don't want to be throwing your Jedi and your Mando with a bomb going up the field because they're just too big, to, too big a targets. Um, it's, they they really, really need some kind of love either in a points drop to other rebels so that you can fit more in there um, or they need to just be linebackers to a gun line and you play cagey matchups. So you make your list at 800 points exactly You take stuff like, um, and then you try and pick for missions like key positions, recover the supplies, sabotage the moisture evaporators. I think they could probably do okay on payload um, as that just gives them a mobile heavy cover that they can stick behind and they've got the speed to move out and try and deal with units. But as I'm moving up the field, unless the table fits perfectly, I don't think they're so great.
2: And just to uh, reiterate, um, what is the pro- uh, the breakdown of uh, tiebreakers, Ollie? Just uh, to just for our listeners, when it comes to you saying obviously taking 800 points and uh, being being very defensive with that list, uh, what would be the reason for that?
0: Right, ah, it Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with the new with the new rules changes, and I'd got it a bit confused in my head over the over the weekend. Um, so I thought that red player won ties. Uh now it's a very, very rare occasion that you ever go down to the fact that it's who spent more on their list uh, that wins a game. Uh I was playing against uh the guy who won on Sunday, Lee Mackin uh from Crafty Terrain. Uh he we had we scored one point each on key positions. We'd both killed three units of bikes with emergency emergency transponders, we had both killed a HRU um of each other's as well, um, with the HH twelves and the DLT. So we were on exactly the same points. Exactly the same points destroyed, uh, and then his bid was fourteen points. My bid was twenty, so I lost. Um, so going in at the eight hundred points is why you try and go for the win on tiebreakers um, if you are needing. If you are, if you do come up against any mirror matches, but um, it is unlikely that those things have hit. I've only ever heard of it happening twice in the UK. Coppers.
1: So I have a problem with that rule, and I think many people might think the same. If you spend points to make your army better, you are improving your list. If you deliberately don't spend points to get to just if you deliberately deliberately choose not to spend points, you should have the advantage, really, because you're deliberately hampering yourself by not no. taking certain- so. So oh.
2: we've shifted from the first. Iteration. That's my opinion, but yeah, yeah. So the first iteration of this was um, that. Um, when the first, the game kind of first came out, it was blue um auto auto one ties so then, as a balancing point um they did red one tie so when um in Ollie's scenario he he him picking red would have won in that tie uh before january last year um but obviously in the last rule change again to help keep balancing and it's it's not take away, but it's kind of just reshift the reason for bidding. So if you're you're not spending points, the reason for you doing that is you're wanting to skew your battle deck to give you a massive advantage. So by not taking points, you're already giving yourself a big advantage. So by me spending all of the points, I'm already on the back foot because I'm probably playing missions that I can't do. So in the case of a mirror match though, you've probably both taken a bid, it's just down to how how much of a risk you wanted to do with against the other lists that don't take bids, if that makes sense?
1: Okay, that does make sense. However, my to that would be when they also changed the rules, they allowed people. They allowed the blue player to look at opponent. They allowed the player. Sorry, before color was chosen, they allowed the player with the lower points to look at decks. Now, given that payload is not a thing, people don't play payload. Yeah. So you're now it, generally it, everyone it having the thing. same missions. So it's kinda of like for me it's just it's just my my initial thought, you mm-hmm. you're if I can liken it to i if I can liken it to a sports thing uh like a team who doesn't spend all their money on their players uh who has a budget if they don't spend all their money on the thing that that then you, you look more favorably on them because they're like they're kept under the budget, whereas if someone goes up to the budget they're like, not quite sure they bought their way to it all that sort of thing but if you're spending on upgrades like uh say re- for this for the want of two recon intels. Oli lost. Ollie lost that
2: game. Um, yes, and no. I mean, in this case, actually, it was the difference between Commander Vader and Operative Vader because, like, that's where the points were spent differently. And, and if this... Ollie Ollie had killed a Snowtrooper and lost a Snowtrooper, Ollie would have won because Ollie hasn't invested points in his Snowtroopers, and, and Lee did invest points in Snowtroopers.
0: No, my, my 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 Snows are invested in. Oh, because you've Me, got because um, um, they've got because med- they've got medics yeah. and the honestly so. As with as with any good game of Legion, um, the game came down to just a couple of dice rolls, uh, and if you're playing at the standard where that's the case, and it happened with happened with me and Nick post in round six of Worlds, uh, it came down to we had four shots at Vader with two sniper teams. Vader had two wounds left. Vader lived, so I I, I win the game. I move I move through to the top eight. Same with this one. So in the in the earlier turns of in the earlier turns of the game, um, you know there was some pretty Pretty good saves on the bikes. Um, and then in the later turns of the game, uh, he had no units guarding his back key position. He had one unit of Snow Troopers in range and able to score. Uh, I managed to pop a suppression on those ones. Uh, and then he managed to roll the suppression off. So, you know, it, it, when you're making decisions in game, I gave myself a sixty-six, a 66.6% chance of winning. Um, I unfortunately lost on those odds, and these, these things happen. Uh, same, same, again. Same Never with- tell me the odds. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was the same. It was the same against Dave as well. So I think we the the event that we were at over the weekend. It's probably going to be one of the hardest single day world qualifiers you could have gone to. And the standard there was awesome. Um, so there were some really really good games. And again, game with me me against Dave. It came down to can I knock one wound off an Imperial Royal Guard, uh, and then I win and if you're bringing games to that point um then you're not making silly mistakes you're still playing at the general at the good pace making good decisions because if you're making wrong decisions and mistakes the game would be a lot less um sort of cent- centralized um and i think that if ever you're in a game and you think oh you know well i failed that save so i lost good that's really good like if you're bringing it down to that that's amazing because that, that, that means you've gone literally toe-to-toe with your opponent and you couldn't have done any better.
2: Yeah, if you want a 50-50 coin flip, all right, it, it seems funny at the end of the day, you go, oh, I wasted two and a half hours for a 50-50 roll-off. But in, in some games, that's putting the odds massively in your favor, especially if you're playing like an uphill battle against Blizzard Force. If you get it down to 50-50, where statistically, Blizzard Force win that matchup 70% of the time, like you've gained 20% by by your player skill, your choices. So you have to kind of break it down and sometimes look at it, as you say, playing a high-level game. If it comes down to one dice roll of a 50-50 or I roll one suppression off, which is only a 60% chance of you winning, like there'll be loads of games where you lose that dice roll. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 you get I, the wins on in that case, but yeah.
0: Absolutely. And when you're going up against um, essentially a mirror of your list, albeit Operative data. Um, when it comes down to that turn six on key positions, there isn't really a lot of difference between operative and commander Vader because you, you, you've you both got access to the same tricks and you're both mm-hmm. going to be doing... And that's why the middle ended up a draw um, because we literally both had the same tricks, both got the same amount of units on there um, and we both managed to kill. And it really shows that... Um, Depending on how you play Blizzard, yeah, sure, there's going to be some saves that go against you. Like, you know, when I was when I overwhelming um, barraged into a bike and an officer, four hits on the officer, two saves, four hits on the bike, two saves. Uh, and it's things like that that really make a difference in the game, because if you don't get that lucky little um, I don't know, kill of a bike or um, and just like reducing your opponent's like teeth as it's coming into you um then it can either turn into a a bloodbath and you lose almost everything same as your opponent or you end up going into cagey mode and then it all comes down to a turn six but any games like that are really fun
2: yeah it's dice spikes though isn't it like if that's part of the game and you can't account for it if you're making the best tactical decision you made the right choice to shoot the officer and shoot the bikes there is nothing wrong tactically or anything you didn't put anything at risk to do it you've done the right thing and dice have been part of the game and then you need to look at the next equation of the like the game you need to go right okay well i didn't do that but how can i now keep my advantage potentially going or get an advantage up and that's that's why i love the game like that's how you do it
0: and of course like whenever you're pulling things out the stack it can be right i desperately need a bike i've got four in the bag and there's two core and you'll pull a core and you'll improvise and you'll pull a core (laughs) yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, like, ah.
2: <laughs> and they're trying to get a troop and they pull two bikes yeah like <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a
0: it's it's such a swing of game. so long as you so long as you stick to the basics don't overextend yourself um know what you're doing with your units um and you, you can generally work off the averages when you're making attacks so you know you'll know if i'm if i'm firing with a bike With an aim, I'm going to be getting X amount of hits versus their X amount of saves. And you can kind of work things out to that level in your head. Now, of course, it can swing either way, but so long as you kind of stick to that not living in magical Christmas land thing. Now, don't get me wrong this. I am all for a Hail Mary at the end of a game when you've got no other option. But um, if you try and keep things at a manageable point until you have to Hail Mary, um, and then you throw down and just see if the dice gods like you or not.
1: So... That moved on from Ahsoka. for into other things really quickly, which is quite impressive, our, our segue. <clears throat> so there were two events the weekend. Uh, so, lads, just talk to us about your games. Um, so do the Saturday first, obviously, because that's Saturdays before Sunday in life. Uh, so Saturday first. Um, what did you do? What did you run? Um, how did you do? What was fun? What work went What went well? What would be even better if um, Andy first, then Ollie, and then
2: go game one game two keep going um so i decided to play for fun uh, on saturday <laughs> so um i took um duke assage uh the look on ollie's face is like what is fun what is this well, fun- i spent money
0: i don't and, want uh, the
2: fun." <laughs> like obviously i'm still trying to get wins while having fun but it, it's with no points changes, I didn't want to be a sweaty try-hard and just bring dark Troopers. Like there's, there's no fun for anyone when I'm, I, I do that. Um, or
1: Blizzard Force. Or Blizzard Force.
2: Or Blizzard Force. Um, so I, I didn't want to do that. So I just uh, brought what I want to try and make good. And if I can get some reps in now, if there's ever a chance where it does become good, I've got a head start based on that kind of thing. Um, And I've had a few Duke Visage lists floating around and I wanted to try one. So it was Dooku, Asajj, um, five B1s, two with portal scanners, two with medics, one with a HQ uplink, and then two stats with link target arrays. So um, it's just not good. Like, <laughs> um, game one was against... Um... Oh, I can't even remember. I have to pull it up quickly. Um... Legion Blink, where are you? It's in... I'm trying to think. My events, organising past events. Yeah, while Andy finds
1: that put some interlude music, which is da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> Yeah, round Iron one.
2: Um, yeah, and we're back. I played Nav round one, so that Nav was playing his Dooku campaign. Um, uh, so it was a nice little Dooku off between the two of us. Um, hit he um I'm trying to explain it in a way he was a bit too passive with dooku he played his one pit while he was up on a roof and i knew he couldn't really then charge me into melee so it seemed a bit of a, a waste but it gave him the priority he needed to um start shooting and putting wounds on stuff so he put some wounds onto a sarge i charged her into some magna guards and lived um, and then i spent my uh, medics basically running them up the field and just healing her to bring her back up um, which kind of was a bit annoying for him, but I couldn't get the bounty, and I spent the day basically making sure that I played the bounty uh, for the divulge for all three games, no matter what. Um, and in both games where I played against a four shooter, it was the wrong choice, and like I just needed to make sure that that was the case. Um, uh, from this experience, and me and Nav played, uh, we only got four four turns. We we'll just started a fifth turn. Um, but I just said I'll it gonna change any difference. Um just call it there so I can go do some ad admin-y things and uh obviously TO a few things. Um but yeah, he he won on the key positions. My Dooku went down first basically and I didn't get his down. Um, I needed both Dooku's to go down on the same turn for, for me to be able to have a chance of winning. Um and then uh game two was against Stuart. That was um a good fun game. Uh, Again, playing key positions, Um, but this time I I managed to get Dooku and Asajj into his army uh, roughly about the same time, um, which really helped. Um, But uh, Asajj went down, but Dooku lived, and that pretty much carried me through it, if I've remembered that right. Um, I'm sure Stuart will tell me it was the wrong way around, but basically the the problem with the the list in general I found is although you've got that free pip to help you like engage with both Force users at the same time, it means you're also probably going a bit too early with them. So if you're against another Force user, they're going to Force push them out. Um, and then they're like you sat there in the open getting shot at or whatever, um, where normally you'd wait until the very last thing to go with Force users. Um, and there isn't much, especially in my list, there isn't much of a punch after them two. The, the stats are there. Is like a like a harass to go with a Sarge? Um And then game three was against um, uh, Tom Smith, uh, who was running double jacks and trying to be a diehard at this point. Um, and he was one and one at this point, the same as me. Uh, and I <laughs> moved Dooku out as the last activation of my uh, thing and double moved him forward. He had two dodges on him uh and i forgot there was a standby on one of the dark troopers um they double activated um and i forgot they had a standby and he he shot at range two of me um and then uh from that what was he he did one wound to me so i got lucky um i i took one wound he took two so i killed a dark trooper with deflect but yeah (laughs) It was 10 hits down to eight. Um, and I will like, say I, I did two wounds back to him, saved five, took one kind of thing. It's like stupid. <laughs> um, and then the following turn, I played the free pip to allow us to double go first. Cause I, I was in my head. I worked out if I played my one pip for relentless, it made no benefit um, where I went with Dooku. Um, I took a shot again. Cause he won priority. Um, and again, I think he did two wounds to Dooku, and I deflected again another wound back. So I, I was killing him quicker than he was killing Dooku from deflect. Moved into melee, took a standby, um, and then I had to kill them before um, Gideon went, because he's got demoralized to strip the standby, and he was within range too. So I spent it straight away, uh, which cleared room for some more darks to move into melee and ki- kill me. So he spent all four dark trooper activations to kill Dooku. Um, and he only just went down by one health. Um, and if he had lived, then I, I think I could, probably could have won because I would have had priority the next turn. Killed the Dark troopers because they're only down to uh, there's a leader and one uh, and, and one Gatling gun on one health. So for one thing, so there's free health on one unit and the other one was on full. So I could have easily like stripped him down a bit. Um, a sergeant at the other end of the table went because um, I was playing them at the opposite ends of the table and. Uh, she killed a unit straight away. The following turn, she needed to uh, move into a unit, kill him, and move off towards head towards the middle for help me start winning um, or have a, any chance of winning. And uh, I rolled eight black and scored one hit, <laughs> which is awful. I, I, I moved it up to two to get pierced two, but he already had a dodge, so it was like I rolled eight black dice and did one wound, um, which is. Like it feels bad, and I'm struggling with that with her. You
0: you, you deserve it,
2: <laughs> yeah. The, the deflect saves with Dooku were amazing. And like, there was another one where I think I had one health left when he was punching me in melee, scored four hits. Uh, I saved four. I was like, cool, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, um, I didn't do too well. I went one and two for the weekend, um, but I had fun. Uh, it was a great event. Um I had a lot of uh, of my new tables out that for MKGT and UK Games Expo. So it was getting nice no- it was nice to see them on the table um, and getting obviously some feedback on the new tables I've put out. Yeah. That's all <clears throat> it's weird to see you not
1: do well at an event. It's uh, it was strange to see but there we go. You're having fun, it's fine. Practicing, practicing practicing new things. Um but you did you did the you did the Sunday as well. As well. I yeah. did. Yeah. So You've spoken enough just a minute ago. Yeah. So, Ollie, tell us about your three games. It's four games, isn't it? Tell us, about, yeah. tell us about what you went to, where you went, who ran it, and all that jazz. Tell us everything. I didn't go, by the way, so this is all that you know, all the knowledge here.
0: Yeah, so it was a Worlds qualifier uh, over at Seventh City Collectibles uh, near Nottingham. Um, 20 players in the end, I think it was, or 19 plus the TL um, who stepped in. Uh, it was a really, really good field of players, to be fair. I mean, you had... Four out of the five Team UK that made it to Day 2 at Worlds there. um, None of which made the top two. Uh, One of the interesting things about this tournament uh, was that the top nine lists were Empire. Uh, There were no Republic whatsoever. Uh, And um, did I see a Shadow Collective in there? No. No Shadow Collective either. So it was actually just Separatists, Rebels, and Empire. Um, Which makes it uh, for a super, super weird tournament. Um, my first game was against Tony Fox. he was running
2: there was um, clones there was one list
0: that was the t o who wasn't doesn't really count no, no. yeah cause I think no matter what game he played, he lost um he was the buy, but uh, made sure that people could still um still play essentially um so yeah super super weird um first game was against tony fox uh, he was running um um a weird mix of Chris Reese. The Englishman hidden away in Scotland's list uh, and Luke Cook's list. So um, it was the twelve activation triple sniper. Um, he had uh, it was Boba and IG, but he's running the HH12s on the shores, um, which is what Chris Reese does. Um, which but he but Chris Reese runs Bosk instead of IG. So um, that was I mean the the deck came down pretty good to me. I'm just trying to find the rounds, so just bear with me. Uh, one second. Uh so round one. Oh. Doesn't seem to be showing me the uh the bits to go with it. ah for enough well no, so game one was hostage exchange. Um which, you know, I it comes down to a fifty fifty with whipcord um versus Vader's might. Um uh, it's Tony.
2: Hmm? Tony round one you played, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: that's what I said. Ah. yeah, it was hostage exchange. Yeah. And he had Boba. Who's got whipcord, and I've got Vader. Who's got Vader's mic? What, what, what was the? Ra- I don't understand. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it essentially came down to the fact that um, Tony tried to bring his units forward. The Hru's killed said units. Uh, Vader overwhelmingly barraged two sniper squads in a turn. Um, yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of death on uh, on that side, and I think I only lost a squad of bikes for the trouble of it. But um, again, I don't play Blizzard in the contemporary manner. So my bikes generally do donuts for four turns or so, and they just dive, um, obviously depending on the mission. Uh, game two was against Alfie's dad. Um, he was running the Ahsoka and Sabine One, list.
1: Can we just pause a second here? Is the reason we don't say Alfie's dad is because he's actually Voldemort? He, he who cannot be said, all that sort of
0: thing. He who cannot be said, well done. You guys. know, that, Forget he, who the cannot, word
1: he who cannot be named, or whatever it is.
2: <laughs> it's because he um he moaned at me for and i think ollie was in the room at the time he's like oh you guys never mention me on the podcast and at that point we were kind of name dropping quite a few people because we've been to quite a few events in the early podcasts and stuff and it, i think he'd been to a few of the events and yet we'd still never mentioned him uh, kind of thing um, i mean so that, the only
1: reason i get mentioned is because i'm bloody on the show i'd never get mentioned otherwise because up until <laughs> recently i didn't crack a top four so there we go <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I think it's just a bit of a—it's now just the thing. He can't be mentioned,
0: and, and Alfie's genuinely worth mentioning because he's more hair than boy. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> that boy has got an afro the size of uh, like eight footballs. <laughs>
1: but, he's, he's not. By the way, he's not a wookie. It's, he's just yeah.
0: He's, he's just got the hair capacity to make a full suit jacket. Uh, Whereas where his dad, on the other hand, has the hair capacity of nothing. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, it was, he was running a, a Sabine and a Sokolist, list. Uh, and again, uh, he came at me with hostage exchange, which obviously Vader's just very, very good at. Um the thing is that most people would rather give me hostage than bombing rum. Um, as well as Breakthrough, because if especially he's running two FD cannons in the list, so Breakthrough's not really his friend, with only seven, seven scoring units, uh, and he's still got to come through four bikes, two HRUs, and a Vader. Um, so he made the right choice, but he died to Ahsoka too early. Um, Ahsoka died turn two, and Sabine died early turn three. And after that, I think at the end of the game he was left with an FD cannon versus, I think I'd lost a bike unit. And um, game three was against Lee Macken, who was running the Evan Paul thinks he knows it all, a version of Blizzard. <laughs> um, and yeah, a couple of a couple of early good saves, uh, then a KG middle. Um, and then again, like a, a 66% chance of winning the game, lost on a dice roll. Uh, and that's just how it goes. Lee was a really, really good player, really nice guy. Uh, he runs a page called Crafty Terrain. Uh, I know very little about it, but I know Andy does uh, know a little bit more. I will be giving them. Oh, I need to know more about this. Yeah, to okay. yeah I'm going to be giving them a, a little search and a little a little listen. Uh, and then game four uh, was against Dave, uh, which, like I said before, before the game has even started, it's a 50-50 coin flip uh, with between with who wins out of me or Dave, and it's the same when me and Andy play. Um, you may as well just toss a coin and then decide it there and then and go for a pint. <laughs> the, 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 the innards of the game mean literally nothing. One of us is going to win about 50% of the time um and it was dave's running dave running a dave list so obviously you don't really know what's happening until it happens and you go oh, that's what that does
2: It was. it's a funny list because you look at it on paper and you're like what the fuck is this pg um <laughs> what are you doing andy what are you doing i could have got away with one you're allowed one sorry um, what are you doing aj
0: <laughs> yeah man how are you doing aj yeah Arthole no, a it's very, it's, just it,
1: public public service announcement. The reason we're not mocking the fact that you're called AJ is the fact that in Britain, no one can call you AJ and mm. sound and serious and keep and yeah, a stra- yeah, yeah. And,
0: and keep a straight face.
1: Yeah, it's so, like hello eight. So, because a- and also, what would be what, what I imagine also happens is when potentially people from other places in the world who speak English might say they might put a British accent on that, and call you AJ They'd like. All right, AJ, Pip-Pit, what-oh, all right, Sunshine.
0: <laughs> also, also, continuing on the, let, let, let's go in on Andy from. Um, Andy, so for, for, for those listeners who don't know, I make quite creative list names, um, and they're always, always, <laughs> always derogatory of Andy. In, in some manner of speaking. I can't say the first couple because it's a PG rating. And I said those at smaller events. Uh, we started off a little while ago with uh, Andrew Terrell Eats Dogs, which is the one which ha- he had to publicise on the 5th Trooper website and on his report. He had to put that as a list that came first at Stockport. And everyone thinks he eats dogs. And I, you know what? I thought, you know what? I'm not going to be boring. I'm, I'm going to change it up a little bit. So for my list for UK Games Expo is called, believe it or not, Andrew Terrell Eats Five Dogs a Week. Which yeah, is my new uh, list name. However, Andy set his own list name on Saturday, um, <laughs> and bear in mind I say Andrew Terrell on my on my list names, whereas he only put Ollie and he put Ollie eats cats with a cat emoji. The funny thing is he has a son called Ollie. <laughs> and I didn't say which <laughs> one of them eats cats. Therefore, I am safe from eating cats. They're, they're quite an animal eating family, from what I hear.
1: Is Andy like Craig David, but with dogs? He ate a dog on Monday. He ate a dog on (laughs) Tuesday. He was eating dogs on Wednesday. And all that sort of jazz.
0: No, no, absolutely. Like, do not take a golden retriever near within 10 feet of his house. He'll be out there like a whippet, trying to grab it. Sausage
1: dogs beware.
0: (laughs) Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Andy, uh, tell us about your games.
2: Yeah, so I played Lee Mack in round one um and he's a lovely bloke i've met him a few times i believe um i had this conversation with him it was about an hour and a half into our game i was like oh you're wearing a crafty terrain t-shirt i know who you are now like it's just i've spoken to him a few times through chatting and things like that and uh we've exchanged a few conversations and I, I, i've watched a few of his videos uh battle rep- reports and stuff um and like it was a great game, really, really great game. And the fact that an hour and a half in we're still having a casual conversation while playing a really serious high-end game between the two of us. Um so we played key positions hemmed in. Um he picked a piece of terrain um on his right hand side, my left hand side. Um I picked another one the same side of the boards. So I was like, we're playing on a three by three against Vader. I didn't like it, but I didn't like the option to split it, having one on the left, one in the middle, one on the right. It it, it just I don't think it's the right thing to do against Blizzard either. Um, I don't think it's it's hard to do it in lots of different ways. Blizzard just is quite good at everything. Because if I split it up, he can split his bikes up, and I've got less bikes than him. Um, and like my dark Troopers obviously deal with Vader. That's the intention of my list, and then my troops deal with Hru's. So like I've got answers and stuff but um the way the the board helped me make the decision was he deployed everything behind or was going to because of hemmed in uh the only line of sight blocker he had which was this massive uh carcass of an atst sorry, like 8080 um so i he had to step out basically into the open into my gun line if vader was ever going to approach me um, and he was very passive for the first couple of turns, which allowed me to move on to both of them key positions and secure them early on. Um, and uh, there was a few quite big early dice rolls during them early t- uh, turns. So he was passive with his bikes quite sensibly because um, uh, I had orders on mine. Um, so as soon as some of his bikes came out, I was going to retaliate. So. Um, but the two bikes that he did send forward and spend uh, emergency transponder on, the first one got uh, five crits into my dark troopers. Um, it's like three natural crits plus impact two kind of thing. I made one save on the first roll. Uh, the second one came around the corner, uh, rolled another f- uh, two crits and two impact two. Uh, I made zero saves, so I was already straight down to my leader um, on the f- like on the first turn, which was felt awful um or actually it was, it was it was i didn't go down to my leader until the, sorry the start of turn two the first activation of turn two put me down to just my leader um but the the start of the dice rolls really didn't help the kind of the escalation of it so it like, going back to the conversation we were having earlier where you've got to like stack the odds constantly in your favor like pushing them and just doing the best things you can He was doing the right thing, doing the impact into him. Yeah, the dice were a little bit skewed in his favor, but you just got to go with it, and you have to kind of adjust your tactics to it. Um, I sent both my bikes to counterattack like I planned, Uh, so I scored a total from both bikes: uh, six, seven hits. So the first bike hit for six. He was in light cover only, so no, he wasn't in heavy, and he took one wound. (laughs) Uh, The second shot, I hit
1: sounds very
2: rough. Oh, this is a real rough opening turn for me, like really rough. Um and then the second bike's uh, with an aim, they had this the second bike had two aims. Uh and I scored two hits. It wasn't even the two red dice that hit. It was a black and a white that hit. Uh cover one takes one away, he saved it. So across two bikes from me against one of his bike units. That unit should have been dead by all statistical rights. <laughs> but this is this, this is where we the, the, this, this takes us back to the
0: point that we were saying before you, you so long as you keep to your original plan and you go off the averages you should be okay yeah but but, but um, there's the, the, because we because we live we, because we play a game that is ruled by RNGs. jesus
2: oh don't um, get me wrong like it was there's uh another shot uh, later on in the game i think it was like turn three or something um my naked stormtroopers i was like oh i'm just gonna take a pot shot um Uh, and it was without an aim. It was a move shoot on a bike. It was a single bike on his turn. It had one wound on it. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try and put a wound on it. You know, fish for a random crit. He fails the save. Uh, So I move, shoot, take the shot at this bike. Uh, I scored three natural crits and a hit. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) like you can't account for that. Like I'm accounting at best case scenario. I am looking for lots of hits or one crit to make him make one save um the fact that i w- wiped that squad out was not accounted for um so yeah like there was a, a bit of skew in later for me but sometimes the early skew can like penalize you later but um the, the big turning point of the game, realistically, I carried on playing it. Um, I was on top of both key positions by turn three. Turn four, I was in like a real solid defensive position. Um, turn one and two, Vader hadn't moved out of his deployment position. He literally took dodge and standby on turn one and two because he was too scared to step out. Um, so that was like a real good... I was feeling in a good position. Turn three, kind of moved out, but didn't move so I could shoot him, still hiding. Um, turn four... He played implacable, decided not to go with Vader first and go uh, go from the bag and went with a Stormtrooper unit to give him a dodge. Um, He was at range 3 of my Dart Troopers, but he was in heavy cover, so he he was feeling confident, and he hadn't taken any wounds at this point either. Um, The downside to that was I played to pin down, and he didn't realise that any of my supports or heavies shoot Vader, that order's going back in the bag. Um, I've got a one in five. uh, Yeah, I'd lost a bike by that point. So I had a one in five chance of pulling out a token I needed. Um, And I pulled the bike out. It just went double move, shoot Vader. I put a wound on him and sent his token back in the bag. Um, And at that point, it was a race between me killing Vader and uh, him drawing it. Um, I did uh, three wounds to Vader and four suppression to him by the time he got Vader out. He failed his suppression check, so and um, this is why you don't take Operative Vader. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, one, one of the many reasons. Also because you can just use
0: Burst of Speed to get yourself to where you need to get to on that last turn instead yeah. of having to move out and leave yourself in the open a turn early.
2: So he then um, moved forward once, um, and he had to contemplate if he wanted to do that because that put him in range two of my Dart Troopers who I took a standby on. Um, oh, no, I didn't take a standby just yet. Um, I'd only been with them once um so then he he was just outside range 2 um i he, he suffered a wound went from the implacable i took the uh, so he's now taken four wounds in total um i went with the, found the Dark troopers before he found vader again uh took a an aim in a standby so if he wanted to come anywhere near the objective or me um he had to uh move um oh no i did that before it's implacable so i did get it off he moved into range, range 2. I did one wound with a full boat of Dark Troopers. So there's 10 hits. He dodged 2, so it was down to 8, um, and deflected one wound back to me. So, yeah, it was all over the place on the dice rolls. Um, but then he he panicked on on the Implacable activation. So he didn't actually get his second go. He'd suffered a wound, but didn't get the second go. Um, but he tanked that big dice pool, which was my way of trying to win back the odds later and we discussed it because he he then uh vader then got in he was on two health there was nothing i could do he ripped through the dark trooper units um and uh yeah he basically said if vader had gone down there he would have conceded and i think rightly so because i don't think he would have been able to contest the two kps with me sat on them um but obviously at the same time i pretty much concede conceded after my dark troopers were dead um and yeah, that was pretty much it, and that was the end of my run. Um, I ended up playing
1: emotional damage.
2: Yeah, it was was a little bit of emotional damage, but Lee would play perfectly. Like I don't think he made mistakes. He played really well. Um, nice bloke to play against as well. So... Sorry, I... Lee, emotional damage. <laughs> um, and I was rooting for him for the rest of the day because that improves my strength of schedule. Oh, um... yeah. You came in many times
0: and said lose, Ollie, lose.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, do. <dear. laughs> Um, I played Ed Law um, excuse me um, game 2 he was running a um, Iden uh, Bobalist with a nice gun line teched in for some HH12s um, which I was quite worried about with the tactical strike um, kind of approach but there was a nice big line of sight blocker in the middle Um, and there was a few times where I just left my dart troopers and I just took an aim and uh, a standby because I didn't want he hadn't been with them HH12s yet, and I just had to wait it out. But by doing so, um, over the course of the six turns, it meant because he was playing intercepts that he couldn't approach that middle point either. Um, so I I basically controlled the middle for all six turns. Uh, once my two units of dart troopers were sat there, they suffered quite a bit of heavy losses. Um, but with having both of them alive by the end of the game, he couldn't contest it um, and still having a large bit of my army. Um, So that was turn two, or game two. Um, Game three was against Dave Grant. Um, He had the pair down at that point. So if Dave wins this game, he uh, potentially can be undefeated um, because there would have been three undefeated people going into the last round. Um, And then, obviously, he he could have potentially won first place. Um, I stopped that and uh but it came down to a 50 50 dice roll um he took um i was playing intercept uh and he he got a little bit greedy on turn five um he played um boba's new one pip uh making my way in the no that's the free pip um if you muted it, rule
1: with respect
2: uh uh is that one like... we add to black dice yeah no the one pip where he gets marksman oh. and oh can't remember now sorry I thought, yeah like that. I thought you, that, said, you it, just said three pip i thought anyway no i i, I think i said ruling with respect which i know is this three, three pip it's the one pip um uh gives him marksman so he didn't give boba an order and put it in the bag hoping to get boba to uh basically one shot a unit of dark troopers with uh i think we worked out it would have been like an average of five crits basically with pierce one behind it because he had an aim plus hunter plus like an aim for the action kind of thing. So, um, but because he went that greedy, I managed to kill Boba before he pulled him. Um, And then when it came down to the final turn, he had a t21 shot from his jubac which i failed to kill throughout the whole game it was a great distraction carn effects on his part it killed a unit of scout troopers it finished off a bike unit um, held up a shore trooper unit for two turns they couldn't shoot anything Um, didn't kill any of them but just was in melee with them constantly um so they couldn't do anything um and then on the final turn, the Jubak disengages from combat, gets to shoot my Dark Troopers, scored a crit. It was a Dark Trooper that had one health left. So it was a 50-50 dice roll. If I save it, I, I won 7-5 on intercept. If uh, if I fail, he won 7-5 on intercept because of the who, who controlled the middle point, basically. Because, um, yeah, um, he, he'd allow me to get the early victory point in the middle. Um And yeah, I I made the 50-50 save and that led to Dave not getting a chance to win. And that
1: was emotional damage for Dave.
2: Um, Who
1: won the event total outright then?
2: Um, So top three was Lee Macken with his um, uh, OP Blizzard Force, um, Operative Vader. Um, Second place was Lee Groves, uh, Kai Groves, sorry.
1: So does that mean that Operative Vader Blizzard Force is the superior Blizzard Force, we think? <laughs>
2: um, I mean, in some ways, yeah. It's quite um, funny because I think I'm saying it because in... Ollie's not in the room, he's just yeah. left
1: the podcast. So like we can just absolutely slate <laughs> Commander Blizzard is crap, your view I, suck and he's I think the f- can't respond.
2: I think the funny part is um, in my game with uh, against Lee, um, we discussed if that was Commander Vader, like the differences would have been huge. Because he wouldn't have been able to panic, he would have got both of his actions. Um, he with the burst of speed, he could have been as far back as he needed to be without being uh, worried about the the, the engagement distance, because you can engage further back with Implacable um, than a, a Operative Vader can. Um, and yeah, that kind of it was a kind of it was like, oh yeah, like um, Commander Vader in that in our game would have been better for him. But obviously, I don't know how his other three games went. Um, so, Kai's list was um, a generic Empire list with Imperial Officer, Opt of Vader still, um, two Shores, uh, two Mortars, two Stormtroopers with Impact Grenades only, um, but then three Death Troopers. No, it's not. Sorry, I misread that. It's one Death Trooper unit, two Scout Teams. Um, so, he still came second um, with an Empire list. And then Dave came third. Um, and that's why Ollie sucks. I mean, what? Yeah. Um, even though, <laughs> even, so Dave, do you, do you know what? Came I, third.
0: You, you, you'd have come twenty-first at that event, Cuckles.
2: <laughs> totally. Um, I, don't I had that. the same Vich points as Dave. I had the same Trevor schedule as Dave, and he won by having a hundred more kill points than me on Trevor schedule. I beat him. I beat him. Maybe uh, he still comes higher. It's why, it's, it's, it's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's why you should play MOV.
2: Uh yeah, mov. I'd scored nineteen to his fifteen. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh well, oh well. So all in all, good,
1: good fun event though. Who was running it? Great day. Um, champion, will, champion,
0: champion will champion. At 7, 8, and it
1: seven city, seven city, and that's in Nottingham. Yeah,
0: it's Sandy Sandycroft? Technically, yeah. So it's, it's, it's not quite Nottingham. I think the main store in Nottingham is like Element now, is it? Pass. Don't know. Yeah, I think I think um, I think Elements got a, a Nottingham. Have they got? I think have they've, they? Yeah, they've got a Nottingham branch. I'm, I'm almost sure I'm certain of it. And if not, there's a sanctuary, but even that's not Nottingham. Uh,
1: yeah. Not. Nottingham. So. And that. So if, that. That's all oh, gone. It was good. Cool. And that's the tale of the events for this weekend. Now we're going to have a short interlude about something completely non-Legion related in terms of a game, but Legion related in terms of something that the community is doing. Can and you
0: then after, clock music
1: so <laughs> um i was deciding right this community is pretty awesome most of it and uh, no, all of it is pretty good and i thought you know what what we should do is get a group of the content creators of which there are many and get them and, and i and i put a message out to all the content creators of which around to say hey do you fancy doing this and given that we are the only british one um, which means we're the best one for Britain, um, I reached out to a lot of people who are in America and basically said, do you guys want to take part in an American football fantasy league that uh, is for charity? And they were like, yeah, why not? So what's happening is there are 20 of us in this league all representing certain content commu- content creation groups. And the idea is that we were, by the end of the, the American football season, we'll have raised... to a charity that will be chosen by the winner of said fantasy league. And I'm just going to give a little shout out to everyone taking part. Well, not everyone, but like the, the, the the groups taking part because some of the charities that are uh, are there are pretty awesome as well. So firstly, let's go with uh, the man, the myth, the legend that is LJ Pena, who is representing the discord because he is the discord. Um, So he's on there and he's chosen um, a charity called canines for warriors, which I believe is dogs for soldiers because he's in the U S military. Uh, then you've got um, Tim and uh, Tim and Evan who are representing for the Fifth Trooper. Then you've got you two representing, plus me and Matt Haslam representing for that Snow Moon. Um, you guys are going to go uh, supporting McMillan Cancer uh, Cancer Trust, uh, and then myself and Matt are vying for the Joshua Tarrant Trust, which is a charity local uh, to where to where I live, um, which um, looks for which looks to help um, kids with brain tumors and stuff, which is awesome, which is some awesome work there. Then you've got. Uh, Seth and Zeus Juice from Bombard Generals who are doing Meeples for Peoples. I'll look more into the charities as time goes on, but I'm just this is just if you just people there, we've got the Stabcast guys Will and Ben who haven't decided their charity yet. You've got the Inglorious Bastard, uh, Glorious Blasters guys. Uh, it's got Brendan from there. He's doing uh, Four Paws for Ability, and you've got the Legion Ninety Nine. You've got Nick and uh, Keegan repping uh, Legion Ninety Nine, and they're supporting the Trevor Project. Uh, Valor 12 uh, Valor Twelve One One Two One Six, and uh, Biobuster from the Lost Legion, they're in. Uh, no charity decided. Then you've got uh, John Solo from the 818. You've got uh, the guys from Friday Night Fights, uh, Jace and the Terrain Studio. And who else have I missed anyone? Uh, Huntsman uh, representing the 5280 from, I think they're in Colorado, is it? The 5280 lot? I hear a lot about them. Uh, uh, he's yeah. looking for They're looking to support the Wounded Warriors Project. So um, all these charities, someone's going to get $500 at the end of it. And they had to make it dollars because as much as the pound is worth a bit more, it's just easier to do it because there's more Americans to do it, which isn't a bad thing. It's just someone's going to get some charity money. Uh, And so uh, if you are wanting to sort of know more about it, we're going to update as time goes on. But the idea is this is American football. And what makes it quite fun is Andy has no idea how to play American football or what they are. Andy, ask a couple of questions about American football go how do you score in american football or in the actual or the fantasy <laughs> football thing
2: um the latter uh, right. like i have no i don't understand right for the how... co- right,
1: i'm going to explain this concept so for, for anyone who doesn't know the idea is that in american football you draft players so i you can own one particular player in your fantasy team that i can't have and the idea is that what they do in a real world game they get points for you asked me earlier What's a QB? QB is a quarterback. They're the ones that basically chuck it. Now, if you play Blood Bowl, think of that. They're those ones, yeah. So liken it to that. So they're the ones that chuck it. So for every for how how far over how far they throw it over a game total yardage, they get certain points. If they score a touchdown, they get extra points, like scoring a goal in Fantasy Premier League, that sort of thing. You get extra points there. Wide receivers are the ones that do the catching. So if they catch it, they get the, they get points for how far, how many yards they've caught it from where the quarterback threw it, that sort of thing.
2: Okay, so what does the hell ADP abbreviate to? Like when I people... average
1: ADP means average draft position, meaning that in all the leagues that the app we run it on have ADP means that's where they've been picked across the whole thing. So high ADP means that they've picked higher up in the in the averages.
2: So higher is better, or higher is worse?
1: Well, if you're picked number one, that is better than being picked three hundred and thirty-seven thousand.
2: Right. Okay. So lower is better in this case. That's real. Yeah, so,
1: so yeah, lower lower number is better than <laughs> you are picked You are picked ahead of people.
2: Okay. So when it comes to actually like them playing them games, obviously, I've only got two guys from Ravens, for instance. Correct. And they're playing a the game, so. Do I only get points for the two guys who are playing and the other guy who's got five so, points? So
1: you, so let's say your two guys, and I'm, let's have a quick look who your two guys for the Ravens are. Uh, oh, I think I've only
2: got one Raven. No, you've got
1: back. J.K. Dobbins is his name. He is, yeah. a, he is a running back. Basically, the quarterback goes, I'm scared, I'm going to give him the ball, and he's going to try and plough through the big bunch of people that are in front of him. For every yard he goes, he gets a certain amount of points. So if he runs uh-huh. 10 yards, he'll get a full point. If he runs 100 yards, he'll get 10 points or, or something like that. Make sense? Yeah.
2: Okay. And that's how that works. Yeah. But so, but say I've got two Raven players in my draft. Yes. And my opponent, say we're playing, I don't know, give me another team. Let's say the Ravens. The are Dallas being... Cowboys. Yeah! There you go. Here we go. <laughs> so say I'm playing, the, playing against the Dallas Cowboys and yeah. – say so you've got five Dallas Cowboy players in your draft. Yeah. Surely because you've got more Dallas Cowboy players in your team, you'll score more points from that match.
1: Only if the, the players I have actually do something. And yeah. given that you've mentioned the Dallas Cowboys, there's very good chance that they won't do certain things.
2: Oh, don't say that. I've got a Dallas Cowboy pick. I'm really, going <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah,
1: to... Oh no! You've got Micah Parsons. He's actually not a bad player. So you're hey, all right.
0: hey, hey D- Dallas Cowboys have got mega defense. I, although I'm saying this from a point of view of I've never seen a game of American football ever. I've already played in one league and I came third out of ten. Yeah, he did.
1: He did. He did. And that league also contained uh, that league contained uh, a, a good split of. Uh, now this will be quite funny. That contained five Brits and five Americans, evenly distributed in two divisions. One called the Rebels and one called the Empire. <laughs> Well, no, so, or, is it, or, or Republican separatists might be that actually, but either way. But the point of this league is to have a bit of fun, promoting everyone else's content uh, because there are loads of really cool stuff. Uh, like, like Legion Ninety Nine do some real cool stuff, have, like Keegan and the Keegan and the Nick are real good guys. Um, Evan, he's all right. Um, and Tim's cool, and all this sort of stuff, and the others they're all really good. Right night yep,
2: right night. Yeah, i
1: night. I'm catching up with loads of stuff. Like the one today, I was listening to, I was listening to Stabcast today. With the guy who was a guest on, and he sounded a lot like uh, Matey from uh, Kingsman Golden Circle, and that is—he had—I he had, think—I think it think was from like Tennessee, and that—that that is an accent that I love. So that was that was pretty damn cool. um We're raising money for charity and all these good all the and raising awareness of all the other content creators out there. So if you want to know more, uh, I'll be posting stuff about it on the social media stuff. But equally. If you want to keep up with teams or keep up with some cha- some certain charities, uh, I'll, I'll let you know what's going on with them and all that sort of stuff. Because uh, the Trevor Project in the states do some amazing work uh, in in terms of LGBTQ rights and things like that. Um, the JTT Trust is cool down this way uh, in the east of England uh, for kids with brain tumors and stuff like that. Um, a friend of mine runs a, another fancy league where he's raised about five thousand uh, dollars of stuff. Sorry, five thousand pounds worth of stuff. Uh, doing for them, uh, it's amazing. Um, so yeah. Uh equally it's also good to have some cross uh cross-content banter because there would be nothing funnier than one of four Brits of which there are because there's myself, Haslam, and you two. Wouldn't it be hilarious if the Brit went if the Brits, one of us, went and won
2: that league and it's an American sport? I'm trying. I'm I'm on full research mode for this. This is yeah. I've been watching videos, I've been like uh, reading up on the different types of uh drafting leagues. I I am a hundred percent dedicated. I don't care about my Legion game at the moment. I care about my drafting NFL game. That, there a... that, that,
0: that, that sounds like the coward's way of doing things. I just pick I, I pick the name that's got the most numbers next to it, and that's who we go for. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> I'm going to quote. An in, I'm going to make an in between's quote here. You're going balls deep onto this, are you? Big balls deep. <laughs> cool. I'm, um, I'm, I'm
2: going to have my toes in there as well, and my little finger over here. <laughs> If you're
1: but if you're interested in knowing more about what we're doing charity wise and things like that, let us know because there's some other things that we're doing charity wise. Uh Ollie, do you want to take over this one? Because it was sorted today, charity wise.
0: Yes. Um so um I don't know the name of the charity that it's going to yet. Um but one of our lovely, lovely patrons um has gifted us um with a lovely Star Wars celebrations um minis. Box. I can't remember the exact name of it. Uh, the one where it's uh, Luke versus Vader with Palpatine watching in his chair. It's the I, recent, uh, expo, it's the recent uh, expo stuff. It's,
1: it's highly sought after. The, it. That's,
0: the, yeah. the, the recent Expo prize. Uh, we will be doing another two-day Open Worlds qualifier in September, um, and we will be doing that as a prize at that event. Uh, and the money um, that we will be, due to him giving us this awesome prize to hand out um, to people, at the event, uh, we will be making a £100 donation to the charity um, that he's been chatting about. So I do still need to work out the finer details, uh, get the correct name, but um, what what an amazing thing to be a part of as a community. Um, the fact that we've built something where people feel that they can come to us and go, hey, I've got spare of this, um, do you want to do something with it? Um, and give us the opportunity to do that. Uh, it's just, it's, it's really, really great. Wait, the man who
1: is involved, we'll just name him Stu. And that's all should we say. The man, if you know Stu, that's him. Well done and great. We look, we appreciate that, Stu, uh, as as I'm sure that. So that will be going and that will be sorted. Um, but, yeah, so there'll be more things that we will do as a podcast and as a community uh, charity-wise and things like that coming up soon. For example, uh, next season, if you like your premiership football, I'll run a fantasy league and everyone sticks a couple of quid in. Winner's, winner, winner wins, gets to choose the charity it goes to. And it could be anywhere so and the fun about that one is that can be any an unlimited amount of players and anywhere in the world so that's fun um so that was your interlude a legion related slash non-religion non-legion playing type thing uh so that's cool uh next up all we've got left is the three things we want to see from points changes each and then the little list list anxiety submission that we've got and that's the round that will be the show so uh and the three things you want to see in the points changes that you would like to see. Three things you'd like to see, whether they happen or not is a different thing. What you would like
2: to see. Uh Dark Troopers to be about 40 points cheaper, so I can run three of them. <laughs> um oh, that's a good question. Um I think I'd like to see um a lot of the earlier releases, so or the core release boxes, so Obi-Wan, General Reverse, Commander Luke. Mm, maybe not Commander Vader. He can stay where he is. Um, but I think they could easily drop 10, 15 points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> drop, um, drop, drop
2: Commie Vader 15 points. No, <laughs>
1: Commie Vader. That's a great term for him. <laughs> for the that, Comrade, that, comrade that, Vader.
0: That's why, the, that's why the Americans don't play him. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the Red Scare.
0: You like you like to see red lightsaber.
2: (laughs) I want to see Vader painted up with like the Russian uh, flag painted up like hammer and sickle painted onto his cloak, kind of (laughs)
0: thing. Your empire, Anakin our empire
1: <laughs> <laughs> Comrade Skywalker, tell me about thing happening
0: Comrade, Comrade Skywalker, what are we going to do? <laughs> I mean it kind
1: of works though because it does seem like the empire were very much like the Soviet Union in that they allowed a really uh, thing to be built and it exploded very easily aka Chernobyl Ooh. Oh, that's, that,
0: that's gone dark very quickly, you get back into your weird corner cockles. <laughs> Sorry, how,
1: how is that even an issue? 1985 that happened, and it's like what, why is they a thing.
0: You can't, you can't make World War Two jokes.
1: It's not, a it's not World War II. World War Two.
0: No, I'm not saying it, but that was 40 years before that. Sorry. Oh, it's talking about uh, 1986. Uh... Was Forty
1: years before World War Two. No,
0: no, schools no, no. in
1: Pre- schools in Preston have problems.
0: No, 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 no. no, no. You, you, you're misunderstanding me. What I'm saying is, you hey, shouldn't make World War Two jokes because lots of bad things happen to lots of people. And Chernobyl you know, was 40 years after that. So, right. no, 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 not enough time has passed.
1: I'm not quite sure how Chernobyl and World War II are linked.
0: Lots of people, <laughs> lots of people, had quite a rough time.
2: Anyway, swiftly moving up. <laughs> <laughs> Back that, to the point. Sad wiping on the
1: Preston education system there.
2: Yeah, um, I think yeah, I think the core starter here is apart from Vader, like Vader, obviously had his uh, bump with the, the reliable reworking things like that. So I think Obi Gr- Grievous especially, um, and even, Commander uh, Luke. Even Commander Luke, I I agree he is overcosted. Um, even running him in Echo, he he's still quite expensive, even though it's probably the best version to run Commander Luke in. So I think I'd like to see them because General Grievous as a character, is one of my favourites. Um, but I'll I'll never put him on the table competitively because there's just no point. Um,
0: Cause he, uh, so, he does everything a Jedi can do, but worse.
2: Yeah, and, and for about
0: I, the same point. <laughs> He yeah, also, for
1: me, actually has one of the best command cards about, which is that one where it he, is one pip and then he'll just shoot everyone around him. I love that card. It's an awful card, but
2: it, like because it's a Jedi but worse. Because no, it, it's a the... fun card. I mean, it's, it's a fun card. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, thematically, spot on. We, we, um, we
0: don't say the F card on this podcast, cockles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I think um, for factions I play, obviously, I think commando droids, like, 20, 30 point drop. I'm not even not even joking um if magna guards are staying at 100 points commando droids are the same points cost um but cost uh, but you're getting half the health um you're getting half the offensive firepower it's just they need to easily drop 20 to 30 points um just to get them on the board um there is no be- strike teams you'll take but a full squad there's no point literally none um so i think they they need to come down um and then trying to think really like what a third one would be for uh, droids or Empire Um, let's be honest Empire need no help uh, maybe the uh, um, I think some of the units potentially could just do the shift in points Um, Death
0: Troopers, IRG
2: Yeah, I think maybe the heavies on them too could come down. I don't think the core price needs to come down because I think taking them naked there and if you're adjusting them, uh, especially like the Death Troopers, then you're giving Imperial Remnant a big buff. Um, But I think if you at least drop the heavies, and same with Delmeco and Gideon, I think maybe them as individual units come down just four points you're looking at um, to account for when offensive push got nerfed. Um, I think that kind of... Brings them a bit back. Actually, I take it all back. The thing I actually care about, Mordalorians, they need to come down 20, 30 points um, easily. When you say
1: Mordalorians, do you mean Maul's Mandalorians, or Mandalorians yes. will stop and you just mix your word
2: up? I know. I, I only care about Mordalorians. Okay, fair play. Just check. I, I, I think Rebel uh, uh, Mando should go up 30 points because I don't care about them. Um. <laughs> I mean, game balance terms, yes, I think they're in the same bracket. Um, them and the Shadow Collective ones drop twenty points, and you're going to start seeing some real good competitive lists of both of them.
1: Okay, right. Uh, so we've taken quite a bit there. So, Ollie, uh, three things. Can you get quick fire? Go for
0: it. Um, I think that Rebel Pathfinder should be dropped in price and potentially just given a just a standard heavy that isn't um a named character, um, so that you can actually run three squads of them realistically. Um, I think that due to the upping in price of vigilance, I think you could afford to drop the rebel DLT down in price. Um as a heavy. So drop it down from seventeen to more in the range of like a, a thirteen or even a twelve. I honestly I think that the the reasoning for for, for boosting the 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 points in vigilance is to tackle the pikes. Because the pikes were the problem, and they didn't remove the things. But I think that in this current meta, you could run Luke DLTs and still probably do okay if it was at its older points. And I think that Rebels need to have a list again that can do well in the meta. Because at the That's moment,
2: five it... point drop on a heavy weapon—that's
0: huge. I said, I said three to five. Like you know, anywhere between what fourteen and twelve, I'd be happy with.
2: But then you're skewing it so much that there would be no decision making and taking any other heavy weapon. There, there is no benefit.
0: Well, there isn't any benefit to taking any other rebel heavy weapon because they're all garbage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, li- like literally, like they are. You you don't want to be sat at range three rebels in the early turns. You want to just be able to get a couple of pot shots off with your give
1: Just you a quick uh, uh, inter- 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 interjection about that: um, a tournament was won in recently in Holland with the rebels taking the ion gun.
0: Okay, that guy got really lucky, and RNGs have smiled down on him. But at, at, at every other tournament, that's not going to fly. <laughs> well
1: done, Tim. Well done, Tim Janssen in Holland.
0: Well done, Tim Janssen in Holland. What very well done, Tim Janssen in Holland. Um, other than that, I think you could you, you can afford to drop things like Rebel AT-RTs. They have a six-up save. They they're they're more or less useless. Uh, you know, they they, they 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 can block people in, sure. Um, and they could be a line of sight blocker, but you still don't want to take them because they're too expensive for what they do. Okay. Um, and lastly, and is it final one? Uh, I think uh, you know. I mean, I mean, I think Lando should come down. Lando is, I think, what Lando's what hundred and twenty points. is it hundred and five? I think it's hundred and five, isn't he? 100, so I think you could afford to drop Lando to ninety, which would then allow Rebels to go more into the Hero Hammer bracket, which is where they're most comfortable. Because a fifteen-point save there gives you nine command cards. It means you can be taking Lando plus two other characters, and you've saved a few points. So, there's
1: Ollie's dream for the points adjustment. Mine are simply this, uh, and I'm going to simplify it by just saying: firstly, character, palette, character point rebalance, and you've all covered it. You've said Lando, you said Grievous, you've said come up, we've said Commander Luke, but equally that involves maybe some some points going up. I would not, I wouldn't like it, but I wouldn't complain if. Anakin went up in price because he's probably the. I think maybe I'm, I'm, by up in price I mean like maybe five to seven points. I'm not talking major, just talking a little bit because then at least you're making it a decision between him and other other leaders in the Republic. A little bit, not a lot, but yeah. Uh, I would argue also that Dooku and Yoda could come down by five each because you've taken away you've by increasing the points of vigilance you've taken away what they could have, which would probably be a staple on both of those, maybe in terms of their command slot. So that's that. Um, rebels need a bit. I would like to see potentially um, rebels. I am of the opinion. I might be lonely in this, but if if some independent could go on some of the rebel troopers because idea because rebels are kind of independent in their way. If you think thematically, independent could go on them, and you, it might be helpful, but not like massive. Maybe independent for just the troopers, and they
2: can either choose a name or a dodge, and that's it. I think changing and adding keywords is a bit of an issue. It's hard. It's harder,
1: but harder, but it but it would make uh, an easier, it easier because you can keep the points at the same because they're what forty points. No. So two points more than two points more than a B one
0: unit. If if they're gonna do something, they need to release. A a card pack which has got all of the new cards in with the new points and all the new rules as well. Like we, I saw on Sunday. I know Andy did as well. A guy posted a picture on the Star Wars Legion page, and he would rolled six white dice, and there were five symbols on them, and he went clambering. Lol, and I was like, oh, that's that's weird. Clambering has not been around for for, for since last year, uh, so for, for quite some time. So that there needs to be a better system in place. For those people who only go into their, you know, local game store and aren't necessarily going to get told about the rules updates, um, so they need to release it. whatever they do. There needs to be they can make money off it. Charge five, ten pounds. I will pay ten pounds to have they the did, correct cards with the correct.
1: They cards. they did this with uh, MCP. Well, after their first their first MCP core stuff, they changed, they did that. So I wonder if that might be something on the horizon. Um. Finally, on points-wise, and then we'll move on to our final subject, uh list anxiety and Q&As. Uh, finally, on points-wise, um oh, uh, actually, it's not really points. I'd like to... See, you know, we talk about the commando snipers for the droids. I think that the DC, whatever it's called on the ARC troopers, should have uh the critical one back. Just critical one, just on their snipers, because... They're the only sniper that then doesn't have a critical or a pierce or whatever you have to spend stuff to do it. So that's all that's much my say, opinion. So the droids. Yeah they should have it as well. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but they have saying that they both because they should have some sort of critical on there. That would make them but that would make it that would make them a bit more playable. Alright, you disagree. Nope. you I, nope. that's just nope. my nope. Just my opinion so I'm for you. Anyway last but not least there's a UK G E coming up uh which is run by uh, a bloke from the fans called Andy and um, some people have had list anxiety about what they're going to take. And so we've got three lists here from some of our patrons. Uh, a benefit of being a patron supporter. We look at your lists. Uh, so I'm going to go with the first one. It's for a young man from the north. He's called Jeffrey. Um, uh, he hasn't got a friend called Zippy. But, uh, or Bungle. Uh, but this is what he... One of the lists that he submitted is uh, Clone Commander Cody with a portable scanner. Padme with... Leader and the blaster. Phase two clones with Boil. Uh Arcs, Echo, Strike with Duck and Cover. Another clone commander with vigilance. Phase one with fives, medic, and recon. Another uh then a phase one with two phase ones with RPS and recon into it. And then an Infantry support platform with the elite pilot, the missile pods and the target in array. This is what he said. The ISP, I don't know, should I put a northern accent on? Nah, the ISP sits out of uh, sits out at range range four. No, I can't do it. Out at range four, so you can move and shoot it. Most most awful impact is cumbersome. Um, fire support from Padme Cody. Echo ISP as target dictates. Cody dishes out two dodges a turn. Padme gets three aims, dodges per turn, and surge one. Prime Commander dishes dish, uh, dishes out double surge, offers an aim or a dodge per turn. Minimum three orders go out before the cards. Does it seem? It seems legit? Question mark um we won't do a deep dive into it but just uh thoughts on it from gentlemen gentlemen please
0: um i don't understand clones well enough to comment um, yeah, that's fair enough if, if i'm honest i'll
2: leave that one to you too uh, andy go first okay um so first of all don't need duck and cover on the Arc troopers like yeah. it's like like it's not a good idea i think it's just a waste of points personally
1: i'm gonna go with i agree on that the reason that as well because you're probably more more likely than not you be in cover anyway
2: yeah, I mean, in this day and age, it's very easy to get cover. Um, and you've got two models, so it's easy to hit into heavy cover 90% of the time. I know there's the odd map, but I can assure you with UK Games Expo maps, you are perfectly fine in being able to... They are going to have sufficient cover on them. We are not. It's not going to be a repeat of LGT. Do not worry. Um, the other one I've seen on there is a Steam Leader on Padme. I think that five points is wasted. If she's getting shot, she's already in the wrong place in the in the first place. And you're then shifting the saves to red saves. Okay, that's better. But they're more expensive, and their dice pool gets weaker the more they die. So I think if you take them seven points off, you can look at putting Hunter on Cody instead and have a one-point bid. Sorry, I was um, distracted.
1: You, you did just say take the blaster off, didn't you?
2: Uh, take esteemed leader off of Padme. Yeah. So I
1: disagree. I'd take the blaster off of her, and the reason I say the blaster is because if you're generating tokens with her solely, you're not shooting with her. So I'd take
2: both off. To, realistically, the, the esteemed
1: um, leader I get though, because if you're going to have her near the near any of the the phase, near the phase two, the phase one, the phase ones, so sticking near Boyle, Boyle all of a sudden becomes Guardian
2: two. No, he doesn't. Yeah, well, got, it does. got, yeah, he does. Yeah, because he's okay. got Guardian one
1: natively, and then have Guardian.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. but she shouldn't get shot well there is that <laughs> but yeah <laughs> she's taking she's generating tokens so she just sits around the corner and you you can hear backwards to get the line of sight to her to share her tokens yeah so i think that's 10 points that you could use on as i say give cody hunter so when he does shoot um he's he can generate an extra aim which he can then share with the uh clones yep um and that still leaves four points for I don't know something else that you could do. Uh, a bid. <laughs> you could probably maybe stick a four point bid. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just a little four point cheeky little four point bid. Uh... Yeah, another. boy oh, you could put Recon Intel on the on the phase twos just to match up and keep up with the other clones.
2: Yeah, or if you oh, really and want on to... uh, or
1: on the arcs as well, just to an extra get it for a scout three right at the start instead of scout two. Yeah,
2: I think all of that I agree with. I just think Padme should be less loaded i mean if anything you'd put vigilance on her so i said to uh, nav today I had a conversation with nav because he was
1: curious about clones uh and i said to him don't put the blaster on padme because if you do you're tempted to do things with her that you shouldn't be doing so don't put the blaster on her because if you, as soon as you put the blaster on her, you you have an option of going oh i can just fire a cheeky dark cheeky attack you don't want it let her stay further back, then any if anyone comes into range two with her, she's got three black dice with pierce two sharpshooter two. That's that's a that's a reasonable uh not I wouldn't call it a complete counter, but it's just reasonable for anyone to sit there and go,
2: Well, that's not too bad. Um It's a good turn six cleanup when yeah. you're playing key positions or intercept that if she can't reach the KP because you've played it too defensive, that's perfectly fine because she can move and shoot and she will shoot anything off of that position. Like yeah. unless you blank out. I mean, ask any rebel player. So, I mean, hmm. Ollie, you can probably comment, like using layer to clear up on turn six. That f- free black pit sharpshooter two, pierce one. Really, like, really re- Yeah, it's, it's just handy. It's just really handy. So take.
1: The, so that's our suggestion, Jeff. I hope you. I hope you find that help helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Uh, got t- moving on. Another one. This is from Baz, who's in our patron. Uh, he has. He's gone with something called Vader's fist. Uh, seven nine seven ninety nine points eight activations. It's uh, so it's Vader with choke push saber throw. Three stormtroopers with HH 12s and a specialist. Another stormtrooper with a DLT and an astromech. Uh, strike team DLT stri- uh, sniper strike team, and then death troopers. Uh, with DLT, the uh, eleven config, and then the occupier with arm bum bum bam 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 bam. What his name is. And the rifle. Um Yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm not an Empire player, so Ollie. <laughs> there
0: you um, go. so I think the R I think the Astromech is a waste of points. Um two heals on the tank across two turns when realistically you just want to be using it as a delivery service for Vader. Um I think you'd probably do better taking a medbot um instead of the Astromech, um, because you can just then run that stormtrooper unit up behind the tank. Um, and then maybe get a chance to heal Vader, which is more valuable to you. Um, I think the the HH12s are a good choice now, but I don't think they will be post points update. Um, so I, I think that keeping maybe two HH12s and then two DLTs is probably where you want to be, um, or even even on the DLTs like the range four with two red. Considering now where you can draw heavy cover from everywhere, more or less, you know the DLTs lost a lot of its bite. Like You'd almost do better taking the uh, is it the RTC, because um, that's just three white and a red at range four. So you've got an aim, you've got precise one, you're probably getting more out of it, or you've got more of a chance to fish on that gun, as opposed to the DLT. Um, the DLT's place really belongs in heavy response units, where you've got that and another range four weapon um, to make the most of it. But um, the list itself, I think, has got legs, uh I don't know why the I don't know I think the one Death Troopers is a weird choice. Um I'd rather take out the two Death Troopers and go for the three Scouts strike teams. Because essentially what you're doing is you want gunline, so you've got range five, you've got range four with your storms, and then you want to be just throwing Vader into something with that tank. Uh, and I think he's better supported with three scout sniper teams than he is with a scout sniper and a death troopers. Uh, that'll just be my my personal personal thing to do. And like no, like new ways to motivate them isn't a good card in isn't a good command card in this list. New ways to motivate them is only really good if you want to go for like a royal guard or Jubax. Um, anything that's got charge really, um, or that has got relentless. Whereas there's I can't see anything here that you're going to be wanting to new ways. So instead of that, you could go for. I mean, I think push would just be better. Um, just for order control, uh, he doesn't really have much in the way. Like, pin down's not a good card to use. He's only got the one heavy. Um, yeah, I don't think he's got access to any of the two pips, as far as I'm aware.
2: Push is also better because it gives you that flexibility. Like if Vader's dead, you've got a generic, fairly average pip mm. that's uh, not too bad.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think the list is the list is good. I think saber throw on Commander Vader's no bueno. Um, I just don't. I if 3 red, again, it goes back to the argument of heavy co- where you can draw heavy cover from. You're getting one PS1 with your 200 point unit. It's not worth it. Uh, just, as a,
1: just as a comment about command cards, a, this is a little throwaway and it's a little, just a little nugget. For me, sometimes, if, you th- if you're if you thinking of taking a character's command card but it's quite a situational, com- no, situational card, take the generic one instead. And I'm thinking of the Padme. Padme. Is her 3-pit really worth it for... The list are you going to really divulge it and play secret mission probably not a lot
2: i think it depends on like what you've got to compete with
1: agree if you've got depends what you're running it with and how you're running the list if your list is going to be a gun line are you going to do is what's the point in playing playing that three pip. so therefore take assault because then you can ex, you can as a clone player help yourself with the extra with the ideas of giving orders to clones for fire support and all that sort of stuff
2: but uh,
0: just, anyway anyway Yeah, i think so It. it just just come back to the list so we don't go too far off piece. Um, you 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 drop saber throw and you take burst to speed because you deliver Vader and then Vader's got a way to run away. Um, because if you double move the if 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 you move the tank, even if you just double move the tank and then get Vader out at the end of a turn, you've then got burst and he can go. That's a hell of a distance. You know, you're hitting you're hitting a, a moisture evaporator very very quickly with Commander Vader. And Commander Vader can sit there. And just because, like on his implacable turn, you can just um, heal or damage a moisture evaporator, and then burst twice essentially, Um, like move him into cover, and then just sit him there. Like that, it allows so much more freedom of movement with him. Um, Yeah, I think there are definitely things that could be changed on the list, but the actual main set of it is a good list.
1: Cool, cool, cool. And finally, from uh, Zeddy. Uh, in the Discord, it, uh, is a Rebel list with 800 points, 10 activations. Rebel officer with improvised orders, and a scanner. Ahsoka with burst of speed, push, situational awareness, and seize the initiative. Two Mark Twos, naked. Two vets with the CMO, tech comms tech, and an HQ uplink. And then not quite sure when the HQ uplink comes in. Here. I in mean, a second why it's there, but anyway, um, two Rebel commandos with a sniper and two. This is the fun one, two FDs with the overcharge generator. Um, off the face of it, for me, just to, I, I was th- thinking of going the HQ up and going, why is that? But I suppose if you're playing the Sakutano cards and you want to get a bit of fire support on, you activate the HQ uplink and then it coordinates with the Mark II, so maybe you might be able to do a f- big on fire support turn. Um, he, he, the...
0: he, he has the premium build of Rebel Burns. Like if, if you've got the points and that's, and that's the line of play you want him to go in on, that's how you should build them. Um, um, like that, 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 that's a perfect build The, the Rebel Commando is short, great. FD Cannons, great. Um, Ahsoka. The only thing where I'm not sure if I would have it is CZ Initiative, yeah, because, 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 because you've got the HQ uplink, which is going to be looking after four of your units a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your Ahsoka, like with, with uh, there's no command cards on this, so did he send it with no?
1: no I, didn't, uh, I don't think he did, but let's assume it's all this, it's going to be all the Ahsoka ones, isn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. so like th- three, three Ahsoka ones, um, and then you take three of um, really the rebel ones, I can't. I can't think of any that outside of the the, the, the just... one that
1: you pass the dodges. Maybe that's the right, one I think of. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, the, pin, pin, the opposite to pin down or whatever. But
0: yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's sure, it's that that works. But I think you want to just go for assault because I'd rather be giving the orders to two FDs and Ahsoka. Yeah, um, and then you've got seven activations, leaving only commander and two snipers in the bag, which which is which isn't so bad. So I, I don't think you need covering fire in this list because you already get a dodge from the order anyway. Well,
2: you can do cover and fire and coordinate onto the, the FDs, and then you still use the Cs. So that way, you the only thing literally in your bag would be one Mark II blaster, two rebels, and a commander. You'd literally get a large portion of your uh, orders out.
0: Yeah, like, like, I suppose you do, but you're still, you're still not guaranteeing that... Um... What, what what I generally find with Jedi is you always want to either go last or first with them on whichever turn you you play command cards. So on any turn where you don't have that choice is a turn where you're at a disadvantage. So and that's why I think assault is just like sort of objectively better uh, in this in this particular list.
2: Yeah, I think I think obviously everyone's still learning with Ahsoka, and I think on the face of it, I think the list is good. Um, as you say, maybe there's a personal choices here to uh, optimize it um, with command cards and maybe the odd upgrade and stuff. As you say, it's a premium. You're spending what, twenty, nearly 40 points to make them veterans have an order whenever you want, but there's no recover outside of their actions. Um, yeah. I think the, the, also it's
1: very early for us to be able to... I would like, I, having a look at this list maybe in six weeks' time would be good when we have had more Ahsoka... Uh, viewings because she's a, it'd be a have and, light effect
0: to be yeah. A sucker and points drop. I think you could drop a Rebel Comms technician to seven or eight points there. I, I don't think that'd be I don't think that'd be too bad a decision. And again I, I think HQ uplink is potentially a little too expensive. I think you could see that dropping to a nine or an eight.
2: I think that just the problem with that is that opens up some things for droids. Oh hell like, yeah. Like, droids would love that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but then again, but droids, that would help droids a little bit as a faction. Poo, so, yeah, maybe
0: yeah, like, like, oh, like, yeah. droids and rebels need a push. H. link is a re- an irrelevant card to Empire and Shadow Collective for the most part. Um, very much. So. Yeah, I've not seen, I've not seen much of it used in um, Republic either. So, like, the, very the, true. And, and the two factions that are doing the worst at the moment are rebels and droids. So, I think things that aren't going to help the other three but could help those two yeah i'm happy with them dropping yeah
1: moving on then uh, thank you for the lists hopefully we've offered some wise words of wisdom if not we've uh, just filled uh 10 20 minutes of the chat um to come up at that time we'll just plug some events so i have two here ready from other people so first off is from justin reed it is the life day massacre on the 9th and 10th of december uh, later this year it will be a 64 player at harlequins and preston uh, for that one and he's also got on 22nd july and one day at fanboy three uh he hasn't told me how many that is but uh, that's on the 22nd of july sorry yeah 22nd of july a one day a. and then another one from uh simon full of love it is the uh they've got their standard 16 player cap uh which would be hang on it's the eleventh on the eleventh uh, sixteen player uh, sixteen player event at their store. I think that's Har- is that Harlequins in Preston. His store,
0: or my uh, yeah, 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 he, he, yeah. Because he, because yeah. ta- yeah, him, is... him and Justin share Harlequins. Oh, that's okay, uh, and Sam Page does Element, and yeah. then I think they're the only two big stores in the north and then you're kind of running into Midlands, which is like Seventh City Sanctuary, stuff like that. You've got the Fanboy
2: 3 one. Yeah, I've, I've,
0: done fan, that. Fan, I've never heard of Fanboy 3 doing an event before, until I, yeah. un, 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 until they did their Worlds qualifier. So I still think they're quite new into it, which is really good because Fanboy is a great store in itself, but um, I don't think it's got as big a capacity um, as the others. So I think it, it's really, really big for like Magic the Gathering, and good other games so. like that.
1: So you got on the 11th uh, Harlequins in Preston uh, is a 16-player event up there as well. Uh, there will be, and then there'll be another store. There'll be a store champion in October with a 42-player cap. He says as well. Uh, Ollie, uh, events for you. Go.
0: So, um, we've got our That's No Moon first two-day tournament, which is going to be the 22nd and 23rd of July. Uh, I think I've got three tickets left for that now. Uh, That's 32-player cap. Um, I was a little bit jumping the gun uh, with the space when announcing it as six rounds. Uh, We are going to be making it five rounds so that you can leave early on the Sunday. Um, There will still be tables available for play uh, and some... Chilling out on the Sunday afternoon. So, as well as that, um, we have got a the That's No Moon Open, um, which will be another World qualifier, which will be held in Northampton at Kingdom Gaming. Um, so, until I've got. This event in July boxed off. Uh, I will not be I will not be cross posting about that event. Um, just to make sure that we don't get any wires crossed. So once we've got that filled up, thirty two players done locked in. Um, I'll then be opening up the second event, but it will likely be somewhere in the range of sort of like the eighth or ninth, or the eighth to the 9th of September, if I've got the dates right in my head. Um, but that'll be another one, and there'll be a celebrations con exclusive up for grabs as well. Oh, and before I swing back to, Ad, uh, to Adam, to Andy,
1: uh, I've got two more I forgot. So I've got one more, which was uh, Elliot Thomas is running the Darksphere event in Shepherds Bush on the 24th of June. That'd be 24 tickets, £15 each. Uh, his quote is, usually all sell out. So grab them quick. Big prize pools that ensure everyone goes home with something. So that is um, on the 24th of June, Darksphere in London. Shepherds Bush, son. And then the last one I was going to say, there was one at Alpha Games at some point, which I've forgotten when, but that's coming up in East Anglia if you're that way.
0: Uh, Andy? That's that's like the 1st of July and I'll be going so that Andy doesn't win it.
2: <laughs> no, so you don't win it. I'm going to beat you because there'll be new points. You won't have had any practice with games, so therefore you'll be like rubbish. Lads, lads, we- you're
1: that- to- lads you'll be stepping onto my turf if I plan on
0: <laughs> right,
2: right. <laughs> <Play games. laughs> uh, uh,
0: welcome to the 03 club. Cl- O3 club Oh, league. jog
1: on. You know it's never that case. Come I, on,
0: come I'm, on. I, I am hoping to qualify four more times than you this year. It's smart. <laughs> well, so, so you
2: only need one, and if he has none, that's still four times more than him. It's ten times more than him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, no,
1: no, 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 no. The, the Anakin list is going to defeat. Everything.
0: Well, hang on. No, but by, by, by the time LGT comes around in October, there might be forty players there that have already qualified. So Cockles can come forty <laughs> second or forty third turn up. And, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can just turn up and win his ticket. That no,
1: I broke the duck, mate. It. I broke the duck, mate. You can jog on. You and your Blizzard Force. Oh, I
0: ran Blizzard Force. I'm going to win everything, and then don't Cockles. I could have been running three units, and you'd have lost that game against me. Yeah. <laughs> And it was key positions. Come on! All right, I'm going to lay
1: this challenge down at some point. Andy, you write a list, two lists, blank lists, and ensuring that we both have the units. And just in a game that we have nothing to do, give it, give them to me and Ollie, and we'll play that game. See who wins with with blank lists that we don't know nothing about,
2: just for a bit of fun. Okay, so I'm going to give you a 1600 point list. <laughs> and I'm, going give, I'm going to give Ollie Blizzard Force, and I'm still pretty confident oh, that Ollie God. wins.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I reckon, I reckon I could do it. Right, let's
1: jog on. Let's talk about your events now before we we go.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, they're great events because I don't actually play in them, so you don't have to deal with my cockiness. (laughs) But you do have to
0: deal with mine.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So first event is obviously UK Games Expo. This is more about um, rather than buying your ticket, because I think there's only one ticket left anyway, so tough luck on buying them because there's not going to be available. But it's more about please submit your lists by the time this podcast go out. You need to submit them by tomorrow. That is the thirty first of May by midnight, and we've had confirmation. Obviously, there is no points drop happening until UK Games Expo is finished. So please make sure. Otherwise, you will be receiving a game one round loss. Ollie, please submit.
0: I've already submitted my list. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think
2: he has. I don't think he has. has.
0: I, I, I was actually well in advance because it's Andrew Terrell. Believe it or not, Andrew Terrell eats five dogs a week.
2: I know, I've I've seen. Um, yeah, we're currently at 55 out of the 62 players, because uh, I know there's one that's dropped already. Um, so um, I'm waiting on seven of you to at least register. Um, and then obviously there's lists on top of that. So them seven need to get registering ASAP, please, because otherwise I don't want to be up at midnight if I can avoid it. Although I will be, because I'll be just starting the list checking um the second most important one but most important in my eyes because it's my little baby or our little baby is mkgt uh obviously last podcast we announced that we've expanded the event to uh 96 players Yay! uh 11 tickets left um so we've managed to sell all of them in two weeks um Please try and buy tickets sooner rather than later because we will be making more announcements about MKGT um, and um, cough, well, qualifier spots, cough, um, coming up soon. So do keep an ear out. But obviously, if you are an international person, uh, you've got plenty of time and plenty of notice to purchase that ticket and your flights to come and play because I'd love to have more international players at this event.
0: I believe we've already got Mickey from Team Poland attending.
2: Yeah. Not just Mickey. I think he's got... I think we had four of them come from, um, potentially. Just, I think it could probably be like,
0: like Mickey, Bull, Oscar, and um, there's two Mickeys, isn't there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Mickey rounded them up when we opened up the extra tickets. Um, and then I think there was someone else um, from an international. Um, but, I mean, it's amazing from a different point of view that excluding them, handful of like six, seven international players, the rest are all UK um, which is amazing to hear and see that we've got that many UK players at one event. Because um, if you look at UK uh, Games Expo, you've got probably fifteen international players come in. Yeah, you, like, I mean, you, you've you've got Germany,
0: you've got the full Poland world team, and you've got the the normal four. German travel. In fact, Oscar's not coming to Games Expo. That I no, he's not. that that I've seen. So, um, so there's four there's four of Team Poland. I've seen four Germans There's Johannes, Finn, Dennis, and maybe, um, maybe Matt. Maybe, Martin, I think his name is. But then there's team Team Kogler Kegler. Yeah, uh, Zagel team. Z- as well. Z- Z- Zagel team. That that's who I
2: was. I think they're German. Um, Ziegel team. Um, but then you've got October War Games as well. Um and there's a few other like uh, tags that are appearing in the list of signed up players.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's good to see it's good to see some, some of Team UK from World's uh representing as well. I mean we've got we've got yeah. what, Nav, John O'Callaghan, Pod Jeff, Lila, Lila uh, you, me. Dave. Yeah, Dave. Uh Mark Radford, what a gem. <laughs> what a guy.
2: Um but yeah, I think it's great that as I say, if, if you can do the comparison, obviously, UK Games Expo, we've only got 64 tickets, but there's a good size of international players. Um, MKGT is mainly supported by UK players, which is amazing. Um, but I would love to accommodate and entertain more international players, because um, it is in a, pres- it is a prestigious event, uh, with it being a two-dayer and the biggest one in the UK. Um, and I need to, if we sell out, I'm not sure if it also competes with the biggest in Europe, minus France, because... France you know so Au revoir, um, la France. yeah I mean they don't advertise any of their stuff so it's hard to track how big their events are but I know they get at least 60 plus players at their two days well, it's
0: more that I think that and you know in, in some ways it's it's good to keep your tournaments with all of your local players but um, because they're not advertised like I'd love to go to a French tournament we uh, yeah, but I, see? a cheek, cheeky cheeky weekend in Paris because because like the, the Polish guys have invited us over, the Germans have invited us over. Um, I, I'm I looking to I, go to them this year, but, but I still don't know any French players. No, um,
1: I've but, met yeah. one. I met one Axel Axel Monnier. What a ledge!
2: Oh yeah, Axel's lovely, and um, also what a, what a painter. painter. <laughs> um, I also speak to um, Cupcake Hunter as well. Um I know he's not technically French, but he resides there. Um, similar to like Evan um cheating his way into the
0: Evan? You've done it again. Yeah. You've done right. it again. Lucas. Lucas. Lucas Andy, we haven't had Lucas, Lucas. on the podcast. We haven't, we haven't had Lucas, Evan
1: on the podcast. Lucas is an American living in Germany. It's a bit like <laughs> Sting, but Sting was an Englishman in New York. That's he's, how it works.
0: He's a german now.
2: But he's he's <laughs> a he's an
1: American in Deutschland. Anyway
2: yeah so it'd be nice to get the french over or the german uh, a few germans over to mkgt yes and there's not many tickets left right and i will not be expanding it again not this year
1: <laughs> yeah that was gonna say might be a bit short his nose the time but anyway right that's the show uh that is one hour 50 minutes of pure legion goodness uh we've learned about american football haven't we andy uh, marginally, there'll be another. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up on this in a few more shows' time and see what if you've learned anything extra because the draft is happening right now, so uh, we'll see how that happens. Um, or do you know who you should draft? You should pick pick Tom Brady, mate.
2: Tom Brady, yeah, you must know who he is. Hasn't he already been picked?
1: No, he has not been picked, so he's why definitely has he not
2: been picked. And I know he's he's famous, so why has he not been picked? He's
1: definitely available, let's put it that way, because just, just, just have a look, anyway.
0: That's the show. Uh, <laughs> Ollie if anyone wants to find you where can I find you. Uh, you can find me on the Legion Discord at cbt3- that's no Moon uh, or you can message me on one of the Facebook pages um, or comment on YouTube and I'll probably respond to one of those at some point as well. Andy if people want to find you
2: You can find me as AJST uh, on discord with that's no Moon tag um, and or Facebook with Andrew Terrell.
1: Cool. Uh, if anyone wants to find our video man, Mr. Tom Smith, they can find him on Tommy Tom 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 Smith or something like that on, on Discord. That's how he rolls this. He finds there. he's currently recording a game ready for your your visual pleasure at a later date. There'll be a video that will drop next Tuesday and uh, our off week. And uh, yeah, that's me. Um, thir- uh, that? Ollie wants 30 seconds of silly road names.
0: Right. We, we, we are going to fly these off at the list. So, I mean, if, if, if
1: people want to find me first, <laughs> they can find me, Cocklesfootball, on Facebook, Cocklesfootball, on the Discord. Uh, I'll reply. I'll chat to anyone about anything. So if they ask about charities or football or sports, uh, yeah, equally, fine. Go for it. And road names.
0: So top five silliest or weirdest road names in the UK. We've got in at number five, we've got Christmas Pie Avenue, which is in Flexford, Surrey. We've got Dick Place, which is in the Grange. Green... <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ingle Pingle, which is in Loughborough in Leicestershire. We've got Frying Pan Alley, which is in Spitalfields in London.
1: Uh, oh, drum roll, drum roll! I mean, well,
0: silly Lane in Forest of Boland, Lancashire. Sorry, Sorry did you just say Silly Lane. <laughs> yep, Silly Lane. I also oh, no. was, I also was driving down Bell End the other day, which was uh, which entertained me greatly.
1: I was expecting better. I was expecting better. I was expecting better. Hey,
0: well, You know what? You you can go to Yorkshire Live and have a go at them instead.
1: Oh, uh, I will. I'll have a word and say, Oi! Do better names. <laughs> That's been the show you've been listening to, That's No Moon, of Star Wars Legion podcast. Thank you for listening, and goodbye! You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.